Sasageo. 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 We are the Otaku Host Club podcast, and I'm Amelia, and I just drank a Dr. Pepper. I'm Dan. <laughs> I got 20 minutes before I got to leave to go to the gym. Um, welcome back to the Road to Chew. Paradise, our weekly final season Attack on Titan discussion series. This week, we're talking about episode six or 65, the Warhammer Titan. Because it's the Titan that plays Warhammer 40,000. Yes. <laughs> Jeff didn't introduce himself. Just Jeff, are you here? I am here. In the background, eating popcorn. That's my sugar rush. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, summarize, beaches. <laughs> what? <laughs> I had a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. This sh- this so, episode, it's ready. It's coming. You, it, It's here, Amelia. This is what you've been waiting for. I know. For. This is my favorite episode so far. I yeah. will rate this one at the end. The, I will payoff, the payoff was good. Yes. Especially because so, my boy Levi's back, baby. Oh, my God. Yeah, everybody's got grown up, uh, you know, their character designs have changed so radically. They all look, uh, I, I, I'm hesitant to even say that they look more grown up. Mm-hmm. Although I understand that that is what they're going for. They just look different. I think Jean looks more grown up. Yeah. And, and Connie looks more grown up. That guy, Jean's Flock. Jean's on my shit list, though. Jean's on your shit list? Or is it Flock that's on my shit list? I think it might be Flock. Yeah. I hate that kid. Yeah. (laughs) Flock looks shockingly different, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's almost like a Bishonin character. He says that very (laughs) apprehensively. I was going to say Bishojo, and I (laughs) didn't want to twist my words up. Like I did yesterday with Yaoi and Yuri. Yeah. yeah. I was like, he belongs in in gravitation. (laughs) And Yuri goes with Yuri. And I was like, do you mean Yaoi? (laughs) <laughs> Yowie! Yowie! Um, you, 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 Connie's hair is uh, slight, only slightly different. He's only grown it out a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah. Connie just has very slow growing hair. Yeah. yeah Not a problem. Aaron, as someone pointed out at the watch party yesterday, Aaron and Mikasa have switched hairdos. Yes. Which is kind of funny. It's super <laughs> funny. It's just so funny. All right, so first scene. The first scene is actually the scene that I was referencing the last time we talked about Attack on Titan, where I said they cut some of the scenes where uh, Willie Tiber discusses his martyrdom. Sorry, Dan, I'm going to cut you off real quick. Do you know the manga episodes or manga chapters that this is adapting? Uh, Not off the top of my head. That's your job. In this (laughs) podcast episode, that's your job. Yeah. Well, <laughs> to that point, uh, it I think that's why some of the episodes feel strange. They open with a scene with a scene like this and you're like, "Okay, you're just you were just writing it." Mm-hmm. It just cuts from the last scene of the last episode. Mm-hmm. Mappa has a really like different approach to the episodes and like what is being shown on screen and when. Yeah, I, I think it's just a, a slightly different take on storytelling. Mm-hmm. storytelling strategy right mm-hmm. because the the manga the manga does not hop around like this the manga just moves along um at this point in the story at least it just kind of moves along in a, a linear fashion mm-hmm. and while studio wit does a lot of uh you know referencing back and forth and jumping back and forth and like this was happening five hours earlier and whatnot and um, that that's how the original manga is too you know i mean in general mm-hmm. um wit follows the manga relatively closely 
Mappa seems to give themselves much more leeway to tell the story in a way that allows for a more, I guess, like emotional journey or a more, Mm -hmm. there's more attention paid to emotion and atmosphere than to the straightforward mechanics of just conveying the plot. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I think I don't, that's super apparent yeah, in this and, last season. Like yes, and I specifically yeah. when they were at the when they were talking at the table, you know, for dinner, the dinner table, a couple yeah, episodes ago, you know, they really are playing into a lot of emotion. And I and I I think that's why they like do things like take this scene of Willie Tiber talking about his martyrdom and um, showing him interacting with his family and you know, take that out of its previous context and, mm-hmm. and or context and place that as the opening sequence in this episode because it gives more weight to the fact that Willie Tiber is now getting eaten by Aaron. And, and mm-hmm. like you see this brief moment of like, you know, Willie Tiber, the man, the myth, the legend, and now he's dead, you know, and it, well, it, even it you like to see him as a family impact. man. You're like, yeah. ooh, you know, he's saying goodbye to his family. And then you're like, oh shit, yeah. he just got Take ate. care of the kids. Honey, yeah, yeah. I and I, I, I feel kind of ambivalent about this change in in the way Mappa approaches this. I, I think that uh, I don't think it's better or worse. I think it's yeah. Just I just different. think it's different. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't bother me. I like it. But I think, and also like going back to the whole binge part of this show. If we were to binge this, it would be co- completely cohesive. It would mm-hmm. feel really fluid. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, well, there's, there's a question I have, though. They talk about the conspirators, and, like, you know, he's talking with Magath, Commander Magath, um, Willie, and he's like, yeah, and like, who who are the conspirators, conspirators, and do we know who they are yet? Has it been pointed out? How do we know, how do they know that this is going to happen? Preemptively. Yeah, that is a good question. Uh, as far as I can tell, they have not, hinted at any answers in the anime and they the answers are forthcoming though okay do they they you find out who the conspirators are but how the intelligent marlian intelligence network is operating and and uh, how these conspirators all come together that never gets answered do you think that Mappa is purposefully like showing us specific scenes in uh, specific instances to elicit discussion topics like this? No. No? Sorry. I don't. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. All right. Fine. I, I think this is just some, some generic, uh, you know, the manga author probably leans back and says, eh, I don't really got to answer that, you know, like, yeah, that's okay. It's, it's na- not really the main point of all of this, you know. Why do you need to know? Use your imagination. Apparently, you needed mm-hmm. to know because you went, you reread the manga. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I, I did need to know. I would like to know. Yeah, but. it's the nature of this series is mm-hmm. to be, you know, pu- pu- put the puzzle pieces together and sort of, yeah, like dream, dream big. Yeah, I mean, different and, different shows have different, uh, um, you know different objectives like if you're legends of the galactic heroes you explain every single character relationship and plot point in concrete believable detail if you're eureka seven you realize that things like plot 
don't really matter. And it's really just about these, you know, pure fed emotions and having a lot of bright colors on the screen, you know, and, and I think attack on Titan, like many shows is kind of, you know, willing to, uh, make some things blurry and, uh, push the limits a little bit in the name of, you know, getting the right atmosphere and getting the right emotion. And yeah, mm-hmm. it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Mm-hmm. For Sophia. Sophia. Yeah. Crushed under a And rock. Udo. No, I'm more upset about Udo, Udo, to be honest. I'm more upset about Udo. Yeah, I thought the Udo stuff was was kind of... <laughs> like, the, I thought it was a little insane that they picked up this practically a carcass, and they're like, quick, get him to the hospital, too. And then the, well, the, they the doctor's like, yo, he's fucking dead. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but see, like, the thing is, they would have picked up Zofia if Zofia wasn't under that big-ass rock that they couldn't lift, so... It's, yeah, they and would, I, I they get would have that, carried like, half she's... of her corpse to the doctor too, and been like, "Can you fix it? Can you put it back together?" Yeah, and I, I get that this is like people under duress. You know, mm-hmm. they're acting on adrenaline. I, I, yeah, I just thought it was the the the, the bad part of me thought it was kind of goofy. Mm. <laughs> um. Then you hear the sound of ODM gear, and I oh, screamed and yelled at the screen. Oh my god! I haven't heard that song, that sound, in mm, ages. Oh my god! And I feel like I feel like Napa animated in between the building animation when they're zipping through on their ODM gear yeah. so well. Yeah, like, I agree. It felt like I was back in like season one, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sound! I feel like. Should be in a ten-hour loop. <laughs> so around that video. time, we see Commander Magath trying to make his uh, his inspiring moves, and I I gotta say I don't know like I was not inspired by Commander Magath. Was he trying to make inspiring moves? I thought he was trying to run away. Uh, yeah, to sneak, he, sneak so away. He, he takes the rifle and shoots one shot, and he's like, "I know um. that didn't do anything." But that's the first <laughs> shot of our counterattack. Like, and everybody yeah. better remember oh, me was me. Okay. You know, like <laughs> great counterattack, Commander McGough. Now <laughs> what the he fuck wants do you statue. want me to do? He yeah. does want a statue. Get out of here. Yeah, I I uh I don't know. In in the manga, that sequence didn't feel any one way or another to me. Granted, I was reading it at like three in the morning. Um but in the anime, I was definitely like, dude, like, what the fuck are you on, man? Like, start start giving orders. You're the person in charge, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the, these people don't, they don't need to be inspired to start running forward to the enemy. They're they're screaming at you for, for direction, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they, they need you to, to, they need to be bossed around. Yeah. So the Hammer Titan... What do you all think about the hammer titan? I thought she looked weird. <laughs> yeah, she does look <laughs> particularly different from mm-hmm. the other titans. But she has the hardening ability, so I get I get why she looks that way. I'm just like curious like uh I'm curious of like why well number 1, her so she appears from the from the ground up and you later find out in the episode that she's actually like tethered to a rope that's underground and she's crystallized. Like I'm confused at how she got underground because she was on ground level with everyone else. Yeah. I'm yeah. just like, what? I, that doesn't make sense to me. That's an ass pull. If it, like, 
Like, uh, no. Well, I, but I, I just assumed that she saw a hole in the ground and just jumped in a hole. What? It's like the the hole the hole that yeah, her her tether her the hole that her tether is from is like very tight around that tether though like I don't yeah uh, uh, so eh, mm, it, I don't buy it I don't buy it Dan that's, don't buy that's it. fair that's fair <laughs> and I, she's cri- and she's crystallized yeah uh, but the crystallizing like you could well I don't know if you crystallized would that be enough to like if the earth around you was loose could that you know, knock back the earth, give you enough space to crystallize. I don't know because it didn't happen in Weird. season one with Annie. So that's the only information about crystallization that I have. Oh, to go off yeah. Of. It would be different mm-hmm. if like when you crystallized, you went underground, but I'm just like, what? Why? Well, she, she jumped. So the way I interpreted this is that she either, she like jumped in a hole, like in a hole in the ground and then covered herself up with dirt. But, and, in but and whatnot, and they then did say they did say that she um that she was like underground under the stage in that episode i'm pretty sure so aaron said yeah. i think aaron said that yeah diving, yeah 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 in. yeah but so so are you trying to infer that she was already underground beforehand no i'm just i'm just wondering how she gets underground because she was on ground level yes you yes she was because we see a picture like she is shown standing on ground level yeah i'm so confused (laughs) but anyway i I found that to be but what well it's a small thing but i feel like it it felt inconsistent mm -hmm. what i what i thought was so interesting about warhammer titan was not not that the character design is different, although that is true, but I guess the portrayal of the face, and I get that you only see like little bits and pieces of the Warhammer Titan's face, but don't you guys think the face looks so much more human and so much more, um, yeah, like soft than the other Titans that we have seen? And also mm. she talks, the Titan talks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I would assume that if you're, I, well, I don't know. Like, I'm assuming that the Warhammer Titan is by name like the the best Titan. Like, I understand that like the founding Titan has all these like crazy abilities, and it was like the first Titan. But I'm just like, <sighs> she seems a lot a, stronger. She hmm. it seems like her abilities are are greater than other Titans than the other Titans, and I think that's why she looks the way she does hmm. and can talk because hmm. the Beast Titan can talk, you know. She's oh. got the most, she's got some of the best huh. um, fighting abilities. And I think the fact that she's tethered kind of gives her that handicap. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of balancing out. You know what I mean? Mm. She can create oh, you just think, about you think any that's object. A handicap? I, I think that that gives you a huge edge because you can, it's, you, you're a remote Titan. No, but you can't, she can't move. She can't move from wherever she's stuck in, she's that, stuck spot. in that spot. It's not so like she can run away like Aaron can run away. She's stuck in that spot where she's tethered to. I think it depends on the yeah, I mean, I guess, on the setting. Yeah, it depends on the circumstances. Yeah. I also want to point out, and I pointed this out to Jeffrey this morning, um, her hammer, her hammer stem is too small for that to smush anything. I'm sorry. That's like hitting um uh hitting trying to hit Aaron with a broomstick. <laughs> like More. I'm confused. <laughs> like, why is that pole not thicker? <laughs> you think it should be like just a lot but the pole itself? Or yeah, the, like or she, the hammer. The, no, the, the pole. The, the pole that the hammer's attached yeah, to. There's really, no really way. Yeah, there's no true. way that beating someone with that wouldn't shatter the, the handle. Mm. 
notes. That didn't bother me, but I think stylistically, I think it's a stylistic thing. That's, I'm being nitpicky here. Yeah, <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is. It is certainly a stylistic thing. It didn't bother me, but I do mm-hmm. understand what you mean, Amelia. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how is it that strong? Mm-hmm. My dude. But. So, uh, yeah, when Mikasa saves Aaron, Ooh. she says, please come home. And says, do you have any idea what you've done? <laughs> after he's murdered all yeah. these people yeah i think i like that it comes full circle i like that aaron is Me the too. one that's also like killing random ass people like what has what has been done to him in the first season i really enjoy that i really enjoy that he like doesn't care he's like mikasa it's not over bitch like get ready like we're still doing this this is still going yeah and it, it i this has provoked a lot of deep thoughts in my mind in the last 24 hours, which I feel like I don't necessarily want to dig fully into at this juncture. Cause I need to go to the gym, but it is, it is kind of crazy how, you know, people, the human spirit is so malleable and it really just takes a couple nudges in one direction or the other to commit crazy atrocities. Mm-hmm. We see that with Aaron and we see that in real life, left, right, and center people, that otherwise are totally average, you know, people going about their average daily lives. All it takes is you know, a couple good speeches on the radio and suddenly you're fucking Nazi Germany, you know, like yeah. it, at the, at the Capitol. Yeah. It just takes a couple, <laughs> a couple good tweets and then you're storming the fucking Capitol looking mm-hmm. to assassinate people. So. Mm-hmm. so when she says come home, do you think, so I would assume that, she was there already, but it made it sound like, let's leave. Let's go home. Like, we don't need to be here. Hmm. Was she there? You know, like, was she there the entirety of, did she know that he was there? I took it I as, known, right? I took it as, uh, Aaron was there and she knew. And then the mm-hmm. group came after Aaron had like planted all of his little seeds that he needed to set up for everything. That's how I took it. That and she's like, I think she's also maybe, I don't know, tired of all of it. And she just wants to go home and live, Mm. live out their lives together. Maybe potentially. I don't know. She's also a killer. So so maybe not, but. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, We get to see Sasha as well. Yeah. Yes. She's a sniper. Yeah, dude. The the sniping the sniping scene shocked me and it's just just total brutality. I was I was I was like, (laughs) fucking good lord, man. Gabby's talking to these two security guards that we've seen in prior episodes plenty of times, and Sasha just fucking clonks them. Just Mm -hmm. like boom, boom, they're dead. Corpses on the ground, and Gabby's you know, flipping the fuck out. We see her grab mm-hmm. the gun. That's she gets behind. really angry. Yeah, she's clearly like ready to just run into battle and start shooting. Yeah, it's not as fucked up as uh, this two kids that get killed in the beginning of Iron Blooded Orphans. Oh my god! And they get sniped in the head. <laughs> Shit. Yo, that that is shocking. Fuck. As I well. don't, dude. I'm oh I'm fuck. I'm on episode like 27. I I don't remember the kids yeah. getting sniped. I gotta oh I gotta go god. back and. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. with a refresher. Iron Blooded Orphans is fucking brutal, <laughs> my brutal, dudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. so um, I, I also thought it was in in kind of the opposite way. I, rather than being brutal, I thought it was. I, I I started laughing when the drunk guy got 
got walloped. Oh my by gosh, a yeah. Giant stone. Oh yeah. At least he uh, died like, with his thank, wife. Thank God those people were introduced two episodes prior, so that we had some emotional <laughs> connection to the carnage happening around us. You know? You're like not the drunk guy that's fondling yeah. children. Anybody but that random drunk guy. <laughs> yeah. In my hands, it'd go up a little bit after that scene. Just casualties of war. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't crazy about the CG animation. I know. I know the animation was generally good. Mm-hmm. I think my problem is that there was everything. All the, almost all the character animations were CG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's actually um uh, Mappa's getting a lot of heat right now on Twitter and stuff because people yeah, are super angry and like getting giving them death threats and stuff. And I think that's fucking ridiculous. But um what? yeah i don't i definitely don't th- it is not that bad it is even not if you bad. i don't think it's bad period i think it me is either yeah totally fine mm-hmm. if even mm-hmm. it, even if you thought it was bad there is no fucking way this could be considered that bad i don't think it's yeah. that bad because i'm sorry but i don't think wit did cg animation that great anyway so like uh, i don't understand where these people are coming well. from yeah that's definitely yeah true hello well. but i think in I think in comparison, the amount and use for the carrot, like for them flying around on their ODM gear in the uh, with Witch Studio, I think it was mainly 2D animation. Yeah. So maybe that was the problem that people have. Mm-hmm. Um, but they shouldn't yeah, have that like, much of a problem where they're sending death threats to people. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, get. Yeah, that's over the top. Can we get them banned off Twitter too? <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, I wanted to bring up this one thing. Uh, Oh, because I did not realize that Porco's name is also Galliard. So like Peek says, uh, Porco, like, what are you doing? Like, let's go. And he's like, and uh, in the watch party, I was like, wait, why did he call, why did Peek call, her, call him Porco? I thought his name was Galliard, but they're the same person. But at the end of the episode, um, when uh, um, Aaron's about to eat, um, eat the uh, Warhammer Titan from the crystal, uh, Galliard comes and tries to bite him. But then, was it Mikasa or Levi? Levi, Levi that comes yeah. and slices his jaw so that he can't bite Aaron. And uh, he says, Are, then he sees a bunch of uh, all of the Paradise people coming at him. And he's like, are you kidding me? Can't you see I'm a Titan? And I was like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Like, well, what? Yeah, Dan sent, it, so Dan sent that meme this morning or last night. <laughs> I'm just like... Yeah, but think think if if you're if you're Galliard, you're used to everybody and their mother pissing their pants every time they see a Titan on the horizon. This is the first time you've seen, you know, not just one brave individual, you know, but a whole group of calm and collected, you know, soldiers that are like, yeah, whatever, like we kill Titans all the time. This this is not the least bit intimidating to us. Yeah, I was just wondering. I was just like, I just like didn't understand why he would even think that people wouldn't be after him. Like these oh, are yeah. like different titans are in different sides of this war like why wouldn't you think that people would be after you like i'm so confused yeah it's just yeah i i liked i liked that that scene and and mm-hmm. at the no i did i liked it as well that was just confusing. when we were watching it yesterday I, I thought it was kind of a curious end point in comparison to other big emotional parts that are right around the corner but i i guess that yeah like trying to get to some of these um very soon plot points probably is trying to squeeze too much into a single episode. And I do think mm-hmm. that it is a reasonable end point to, yeah, have Galliard like, you know, we start to see the Marleyan um, warriors strike back, but 
and and they have never fought paradise people before they've mm-hmm. never never fought the the scout regiment so they have spent their whole lives you know their whole military careers being coward before and being uh yeah considered the number one threat on the battlefield that that people you know don't have any way of of uh, getting around it's only within the last uh couple of years that anybody has developed any technology that can stand up to titans in the first place mm. you know uh but here we have yeah we got like you know two or three dozen people that don't see you know they are not the least bit scared or intimidated or or uh anxious about having to battle a titan they're like yeah we we you know battle titans for breakfast and lunch and dinner and we go after little ones for dessert you know like they don't care and yeah i, I see how that's unnerving to galliard i think that's a cool emotion to to focus mm-hmm. on to end mm-hmm. yeah because you think about how they how kind of the same with zeke zeke zager and being in the beast titan and how levi takes him yeah. down yeah he's like fuck like i didn't know i can get my ass kicked yeah <laughs> he was not exactly. expecting it you know, mm. and then you had to be carted off. Yeah. Yo, Levi's so badass. He fucking cut his jaw mm. off. <sighs> yeah, that was a smart move. God. Yeah, he hasn't really changed. I think out of everyone, he hasn't really changed the the most. Yeah, I think he. I guess everyone has changed slightly. I think he's stayed kind of the same. I think that's the point of Levi. I think that's the point of his <laughs> character. You know. Mm. Mm. Everyone's hard boiled. You know, <laughs> everyone's eyes are just like, you know, <laughs> shadows and lions. Because they're, they're in it now. I mean, they're, yeah, they're uh, as as Magath commentates, uh, they they are pitting themselves against the entire world. And there's no way they don't know that, you know, mm-hmm. they're they're ready. They're ready to go to war. Hmm. At least Aaron is. Yeah. I I can't wait to see how they prepare, how Paradise prepares, if they even make it back mm. to Paradise. But uh, I'm assuming they do. I want to see the like their fortifications or how they fight on their own turf. Don't, you don't think they have Dan. an upper hand? Don't well, the Dan. show the show has already hinted at this a little bit because they make the point that they have that the Marlians are routinely sending scouting ships to Paradise Island, but none of them return, mm-hmm. and we don't mm-hmm. know the exact circumstances of of this. And so far as like, you know, are they what happens to these ships? We don't know, but we do know that they ain't they ain't coming back. So we're gonna see. I'm so excited. I feel like uh, all the episodes after this are going to have be packed full of action. Yeah. And that is, that's my attack on Titan. I don't care about all the military <laughs> stuff. I just want to see people, Titans getting killed, you know? Yeah. I just, I, I want to see the, uh, the moral vagueness, the moral ambiguity of people mm. like Aaron and Reiner. That's what I like in Attack on Titan is just mm-hmm. the the pure despair, nihilism, and moral ambiguity. Mm. Yeah, speaking of Reiner and Falco, what happened to them? Where are they at? They're in that basement. I but, think they uh, got oh, they got crushed. <laughs> <laughs> they did. <laughs> Maybe Jaeger was or Reiner was able to um, produce a hand 
you know, like just his hand. Mm. Stop. Maybe the stop. Yeah. The, did he have enough time to uh, change into a Titan? Don't don't they name drop Reiner in the uh, in the preview for the next episode? Don't recall. I think they do, which would indicate okay. he's still alive. Mm. Yeah, he couldn't die like that. I mean, if, That's he, too easy. if he hasn't died yet, he's like not <laughs> he's like not gonna die from that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, shall we do uh, final thoughts? Oh yeah, scores. Uh, I give this episode. I'll score this episode because I enjoyed it. I'm gonna give it a nine solely for Levi, <laughs> uh, but also because this is like. This is what I watch Attack on Titan for. I want to see the battles. I want to see people um, overcoming whatever. I want to see people uh, flying through the air and through all the buildings. And yeah, that's my Attack on Titan. <laughs> I give this episode a 10 out of 10. It is Damn. fucking great. I, I, am, I am loving this new season the whole way through. This is, this is terrific. This is, this yeah, is great I'm, anime. I'm on board with you, Dan. 10 out of 10. I'm uh, already waiting for the next yeah, one. This is, Give this me, is, I'm ready. This kind of shit is why I watch it. Yes. Yes. All right, guys. Well, that was it for this episode. Uh, catch us here every Wednesday for Upsnack on Titan. And uh, hit us up in our Discord if you want to chat with us in between shows. And uh, we'll see you uh, next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.